influential yeah, people that are around him. Where do you find the Pierce Morgan one? Where do you find the Pierce Morgan one? It's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's like an hour, like... Just a little sound bite. Hour and 40 minutes. Hour and 40 minutes. Oh, Bumba Clark. No, no, because I'm on the tape. I have to read the tape. I don't have time to read the tape. Like, it's one of those ones that... The more and the funny, funny good now, yeah. Oh, lovely. Okay, wait. Let's start this professionally now. All right. So we only have one. No, we keep, we keep this conversation here, but we only have one host today. The producers have to be behind the mic. I'm bounce, but. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nah, nah. We're doing this properly now, man. You're not even doing an introduction. Nah, nah. Because Kelly, because Kelly, yeah, like I'm gonna say Kelly did that. All right, go, 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 go. Hey guys, you are very welcome back to a brand new episode of Pre-Drinks, the show brought to you by Slight Motif. Unfortunately, I am the only one of our hosts that is here today, but we do have some very special guests joining us, and of course, our producer is hopping on today. Come on. <laughs> That's all you have to say now. <laughs> yeah, bouncing, but you is bouncing, man. Listen, yeah. No more parties in Dublin. <laughs> We also have the talented Alicia Ray with us. Ooh, what's up, what's up? And the man behind all the business, it is Prod Solo. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> How is everyone doing? Well, I'll go first. So, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm Alicia Ray, a.k.a. the one and only Alicia Tequila. And basically, I'm hot. I'm ready to talk, spill all the tea. How was your party yesterday? Was it yesterday? It was Friday, wasn't it? It went really, really well. It was our, you know, I was kind of mad, but it was okay. I forgive you all. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm so sorry too. I tried to look for you that night, but I couldn't find you. I, Solomon actually <laughs> told me that you were there, so um, but it went really well. We launched a lakes. We had like a pre, um, pre-launch for Halloween. It was a private, intimate, you know, gathering, and it was great. And yeah, we're finally out here. What we are is a talent management slash creative consulting agency. So you know, keep your eye out for a lakes. We're good. Very good. We're just out here working, chilling. You know, work hard, play hard. No, actually, I wouldn't play at all. So we're just working, to be honest, and try to mm-hmm. create value. You know, same old, same old. Nice, nice. Um, we're literally just over Halloween, and I mean, October has just been a mental month. Um, from like music releases to events that's been happening, it's just been crazy. Um, Solo, you had the pleasure of working on Salo's debut mixtape, which was released. First of all, um, can we just come? This guy had his party, his lunch party, the same time we had no cap. You know, we're trying, to, we're trying to be nice. So I'm trying to be like, so right now, you see, there's beef, obviously. I'm not having it. Okay, you see, the problem. Wait, 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 wait. We announced it before anybody, before you even announced anything or said anything. It was mm. open everywhere, but somehow it's the same dates. So, like, so uh, if, if you have if you had a problem with it, why didn't you say it to me on the phone when you called me? I, I, the thing is, I actually did. That's the thing. You just said you just <laughs> have a problem. He says calm. You eh? <laughs> <laughs> said it was calm. I was waiting for this chance to be honest. Oh really? Oh, you trying to drag like, me out, man? See, this is the problem with the industry right now. Yeah? Everyone's trying to compete with themselves. You know what I mean? Everyone's uh, just trying. No one's trying to like. Okay, give so okay, <laughs> okay, so so let like, disclaimer. Yeah, one of those ones. That I booked my thing like a month in advance, two months in advance. <laughs> man only announced it. Do you get me? Man only announced it like, like a week before, or two weeks before. Do you get me? And that's because of uns like you know unspoken promises and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. W- it looks sick though. I couldn't make it to be honest, because like, uh, for yeah, for everyone that wasn't at No Cap or people that were at, at Solo's thing as well, like um, basically there was a launch party for Solo's album on the sixteenth October, and uh, we had our first No Cap live show on the same day as well. Now people were at ours and hopping over to OPM to Solo's thing. It was funny. It was a funny night, but like uh, yeah, tell us how it was, because I couldn't ma- I couldn't make it really. It was good. Um, you know. Like every event, like you have butt fights in your belly, you're kind of stressed before people came late, African tyrant and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it started like an hour late or what. Um, but it was good. Like, you know, we put out like about 500 people. So it, was, it wasn't it was bad. Um, people loved it. And it was just good that the best part of the show was cello. Do you get me? 
um, which is you know sometimes I I think people haven't seen an island before. Do you get me? Like you have a time, you have like you have these gigs where people bring people from outside island, like maybe like Asha Carol, and the best part of the show is the is the headline. Yeah, but then there's yeah. other gigs on the island I've been to where the best part of the show is the DJ. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know like the DJ is sometimes better than the actual act. So, but this this one, people were standing for the we had an interview kind of session. People st- stood for the interview and they stayed. People didn't leave the room, which was really cool. And then when they performed, people people knew the songs. Like we are, we are, we, the song had the album had been out for two days at the time, so I think people knew like two of the main singles already. Yeah. So when we when we performed those songs, the energy of the, the room kind of changed, and it was really really cool. Like and like better people were supporting and like. There's even I was trying to ma- I was trying to monitor the stage and not let people on on the stage, but then it was one of those ones that like it was a celebration. Yeah. Do you get me? It was a celebration, so people just came on stage and those vibe and everybody was having fun. People shouting the lyrics, people just vibing to the songs. You know, it was just it was just fun. It was good. It was good for the culture as well. Question: Now I've I've never been to I've never been to like a live album listening like lunch parties. Mostly because last time when there was a lot of them, I was not in the country. And then this one, for obvious reasons. But um, is it a situation where, I mean, it's an album, so would you perform all the songs? Would, would Stella no. perform all so the songs? So what we did is, we did, um, we did like um, two songs, just played them from the DJ. Okay. And then we had the, in- the interview process. And then we asked people, what songs would you like them to, like him to perform? Nice. So we did. We gave them like three tens. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and then he performed like three of the new songs, and then two of the songs that were already out, like singles that people knew. And we just closed it, and then the rest you just have to see at the headline show. Alright. Yeah. What have we got coming up then for the month of November? Like, how do we top everything that's like literally just happened the last month? Like, Alicia, you, I'm sure you have music that you're working on that's coming out. But mm-hmm. where are you taking this next month to? So it's the fr- like I spent most of the year because a lot of people, you know, they're kind of wondering where am I, where's my music, etc. You know, I had Sun come out in April there, and that was pretty much for my sunrise because I knew when I released Sun, it w- I was gonna be taking like a good few months off releasing you know i feel like when it comes to putting out music i feel kind of like annoyed when people ask me when i'm releasing it's like in one year i released 40 songs you know like why are you talking to me you know like leave me alone (laughs) go listen to those 40 songs learn the lyrics and then hit me up (laughs) you know what i mean um so it's like and it took a lot out of me creatively and i didn't realize how much creative like juices um you know came out of me from releasing Alphabet, you know? Um, so I released Sun, and for obvious reasons, you know, Alicia Rice, Sun Ray, do you know what I mean? Um, and that was cool. I didn't know that's what it was. was Did you obvious. not? It's not that obvious, I'll be honest with you. Sun Ray? I didn't know it was Sun. I didn't know. I didn't know it was because of Ray. I didn't know. Oh, wow. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so Ray is actually an acronym. Rise Above Your Enemies. So regardless, every day, you know, the sun gonna shine. That's period. Um, so now with, you know, the end of the year coming, I've just finished working on my projects, my, you know, debut solo project, you know. I feel like when I released Alphabet, I thought, you know, it would be enough, but people were still looking for songs like singles where that it was just me, um, you know, showcasing my talent and my creativity and stuff. So I'm really excited to, you know, start rolling that out as well. Um, it's called Sog Saga. And we're really just bringing everything back to the basics. Um, I'm excited about it. Sog Saga. Sog Saga. It's called Son of God Saga. You know, because I am, you know, the son of God. So it's like, and that's S-U-N for people who don't get the memo. You're very, um, like, the top process between your albums are sick. Thanks. The last one as well, like Alphabet, Larry, 26 songs. Then now this one as well. And even the rate thing, I'm sorry I missed that. That's hard, man. (laughs) (laughs) You do a bit of, you do, now, um, she has... I don't know if I will say that. Is it okay if I talk about the grinder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolly Box. I don't know if your, m- your mom doesn't know you smoke or anything. Of course she does. What's up, ma? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she got a grinder right here that looks like a watch. 
it's over there, yeah? It's hard, it's hard. Tell, tell us about your little side businesses and everything that you got going on, really. So, the Dolly Box is basically a smoker's kit, and the watch. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you hear that? Mm hmm. Grand. <laughs> so, the watch comes in four colors there's the white one, the red one, the blue one, and black one. And it's basically like a way to carry your you know, your smoke. A lot of people are moving t away from like tobacco and, um, you know, marijuana and smoking like CBD and buds and, you know, which is medicinal, you know, it's illegal, hashtag, you know, go police. Um, so um, the grinders are pretty like cool and convenient because you can literally, if you're wearing a white outfit, you can wear the white watch and it's very discreet, it's smell proof. So even if you're in your mom's house for the weekend, you know, you got a little something, it's a watch. Like, who's going to check your watch? Especially for festival season. Amazing for that, because that's what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like now after you saying that at every, like, gig and stuff, everyone's going to be like, show me your watch. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... But it's so discreet, you know, because it's, it's, it's on your wrist, and it literally ticks. It works like a normal watch. Yeah, 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 it does. Mm -hmm. Do you want a mic, Asi? Do you want a mic, Asi? <laughs> What was the design process like then in creating that? Because obviously, I assume you knew you wanted to make something that was discreet, but to get it to the product that it is now, what was like the ideas and stuff before that? I think with the Dolly Box, we, it actually started during COVID. It was my, me and my best friend. Hey, Doro. Shout out to Doro, Dorothy. And that's why it's called Dolly. So, Ali, Dorothy, Dolly, you know what I mean? So, um, we were just thinking of, Jesus, COVID, we need to make some money. Like, how can we make money? I started picking up hair again because I used to do hair. And, and I was doing cooking, but then we were thinking, crap. So then Dorothy was like, oh, a smoker's kit. So we decided to like go online and like see the smoker's kits and stuff like that. So we were actually looking at different types of inventory to put in our smoking kits. And then I think after like, I mean, hours of like research we came across one vendor and they actually had the watch but they only had it in like i think it was red and i was like oh my god this is crazy i need this because back then i used to love wearing watches so i was like this is amazing let's contact him we started getting in contact with him speaking to him he told me yeah we, he can make different colors he can have dif different designs depending on you know our budget and stuff and we decided you know we'll scale up and Got ten, I think we got ten watches initially, and they literally sold out in days. Um, and then we decided, oh crap, let's you know put some money into the packaging and you know do a big. So we're doing our Christmas launch this year in December with the watches. So hey, shameless plug, at the Dolly Box. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Nice. Do you guys uh, just a drift of topic um, for the season that we're in? Do you guys celebrate Halloween? Because I know a lot of black folks, and I know Kelly loves Halloween, to be honest, because... My little yeah. ghost t-shirt on. Yeah. Oh, stop. Look at the <laughs> ghost. We're doing the playlist, and she was adamant on making a Halloween thing. But um, I know, I've heard a lot of, like, you know, Ni Nigerians, black folks, um, just, like, say, like, you know, that, yeah, it's kind of... I don't say taboo, but mm. celebrating Halloween is a bit... It's not really part of the culture. And I get it, because, I mean, my mom doesn't... It's not part of the culture. It's not part, yeah. Well... What, what 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 culture are you talking about? Nigerian culture, uh, African culture, black culture. Let's, let's, let's black culture. That. Oh, okay. Well, black culture is broad. UK. That's, yeah. There's black black UK UK people. There's yeah. Okay. Black so American okay, people. Africans then. I guess from Ireland. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Majority Africans in Ireland, and yeah, it's not in the culture because we're, we're predominantly Christians and Muslims, and we're not celebrating. So you say you won't celebrate? Like Halloween. I haven't. Like I I can count how many Halloween parties I've been to in my life. I'm 25. Do you get me? I mean, what's the celebration? Like, are we celebrating, like, witchcraft? Are we celebrating, like, death? Are we celebrating, you know, monsters and, you know, murder and, you know, zombies? Like, Person. what are we celebrating? Frankenstein. <laughs> can, can, can say what you're I'll say what I'm celebrating. Um, okay, I'll, yeah, this is an example here. Yeah. I woke up, what's it, Thursday. I was going to work. Yeah. I was tired, man. Seven in the morning. Hungry, trying to get food. I see kids dressed up, you know. What's it? Cruella, all them vibes. Mm. I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna get food, leave. So I'm like, everyone's really, everyone's just really happy. This is like old lady was like, oh hi. I'm like, why are you telling me hi right now? It's seven <laughs> in the morning. Just leave me alone. Like everyone is really happy. Like they, they love Halloween and shit. But like me personally, like um, 
I just drop into it to dress up. I like dressing up personally. That's just my thing. Right. And, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't dress up like Do you know why I think people like it? It's, you, it's, it's a holiday that you don't have to spend money on. There's that aspect too. Because <laughs> like... Nigga, get a mic. If you're... If you're trying to spend money on it, you're spending money on yourself. Yeah. I mean that... We were, we were talking about this like two weeks ago or last week. We were saying like, do you know how much like pe- the lack of money actually stresses people out? Yeah. Do you get me? People hate Christmas time and they love it. It's like a, do you get me? Because you, it's like a holiday that you have off work, you have your, your family, but you have to spend money yeah. on food and all this. This one is like, you can just get a cheeky outfit for like 20 quid, 30 quid, and it's going to like, have fun with your friends. That's one big thing. I would like because so I th- I think that's kind of like and and it's and it's officially a holiday. So you actually get off work. People are off college, but it's not actually you don't have to spend like too much money to actually enjoy the holiday. Mm. As in, I feel like resp- Christmas has responsibilities with it. So it's not a t- it's, it's not a total holiday that's like you know you can totally enjoy like that because you're like no. you know you should have said I that. disagree. Actually, Christmas is my favorite time of the holiday. Like, it's my favorite holiday. Yeah, money, yeah, the best time of the year. Yeah. And yeah. Halloween is actually pretty expensive because I feel like depending on your group of friends and what you do for fun and, you know, the, the amount of substances you take, it could be hella expensive. Let's not lie. That's, I mean, we're partying Thursday, we're partying Friday, we're partying su- uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Five days of party. I mean, the bank is crying at that and point. But the, well, the point is that they spend exactly. on themselves. People will always be... People, you know what I mean? The, the outfit, outfit for every outfit. single yeah. party you're going on, like, I mean, that's 20, 30 quid, like, three, four times. Here's me. Let's okay, not play. Here's me. Uh, <laughs> normally, wearing trackies to clubs is a no ten. Yeah. Well, I can wear trackies Tonight, I went. I went like full like core trackies tonight because like, my fit is it has to be. A well, you see, you have to be a, gas for that. Like, you have to be able to not trackies. care. You don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't give. I don't get care either. But I think everybody makes excuses to spend money on themselves. Kelly, I want to know why you celebrate it. Um. Well, I always loved Halloween growing up because of the whole dressing up, going out, doing things like that. And then as I got older and started to look into like the history of Halloween and how it came about, and it's like the one time in the year where the veil is lifted between the realms. Yeah. And then the day after Halloween, we celebrate All Souls Day, so we're celebrating everyone who's what, what's Explain that realms and the lifting oh. again. Oh my God, that? I what's, literally what's only found out about that, but I let you. What, 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 what's what I mean. Yeah. So obviously we're in Earth, and then like everyone else is somewhere else. As in like people in heaven or whatever like that. Mm. People in hell. Some real shit. So Halloween is the one time of the year when that's <laughs> it's actually n- it's tomorrow night <laughs> it's tomorrow it's tomorrow, tomorrow night, night. You're safe so tonight, tonight yes. is a pre-halloween but and tomorrow is halloween that's why people dress up though yeah. that's why people dress up so people dress up in scary costumes in case there are these bad spirits that come down because exactly they for won't protection come to you if literally yeah okay but anyways okay the, i the heard about I, okay the, we are, the veil. <laughs> who went to school in ireland uh, we did all of us go to school in ireland yeah. we all the history so for all I know, what they taught us in school, unless they were lying, it was and that... They told a lot of lies in school. Let's not lie. <laughs> Halloween was created by the Celts. Celts. It was a Celt holiday, Celtic holiday. And it was to celebrate specific... It was So there was two parts of it. It was the veil, the, the veil of the veil. But the, the, it wasn't that you dressed up... Um, to scare away your demons, it was all. It was because they were celebrating the the Celts worshipped many gods, and they were representing the many gods that they were celebrating. So those goblins, there was a lot of goblins back in the day that they were always just as goblins and witches. And which that's that's why if you if you have people that say they're a good witch, it's come, it comes from this culture where there's a, there is a technically a good witch in Irish culture and Celtic culture, and. These are the things that were, they were celebrating by this holiday because back then there wasn't really a Christianity or a Muslim in Irish culture back then, Celtic culture. So that is what we have studied or they taught us in school was Halloween, how it was how it was made. So this one is a new one for me as well. Interesting. I just got roped into dressing up and I just went with it. I didn't know that this was the whole thing really. I was like, yeah. that's okay, so have you guys ever dressed up for Halloween? Then? No. Never I don't think so. I think I've dressed up once. Yeah, I did. I, primary school. Primary yeah, school, but I, I must have been in school. I've dressed up a lot, man. 
I love how you're so proud of it as well. Uber, Uber for me, this time is going to be my first one. Oh, yes, yeah, so I bought the outfit from two years ago before the lockdown. And uh, because stop. of the lockdown, I wasn't able to wear it. So oh. I was like, Why are you going to dress up as? Yeah, so I was like, I'm not going to wear it until uh, money heist. You know, the, the oh, stop. Yeah. I could have yeah. done that. That's, that's my favorite series. Yeah. Oh, no, that's my favorite series. Also, really? yeah. yeah. Last year, I was Squid Game. Yeah, I was. Uh, that thing turned to two packs of ass after Yeah, after the, fr- after the second season. Yeah, it got shit. Like, Money Heist. Like, I watched it. I watched the whole thing, yeah. like, twice. Like, and I, I will watch yeah. it the third time. I yeah. love every single season, every really? single episode. How many seasons Four? Three? Five. 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 Yeah. They split the last one in half. Is that guy still yeah. alive? That guy annoying. You know the guy they... You know the guy, the the guy that the, your man took his what is his his fiance in the first season, that annoying. The guy professor's they brother. No, the guy they captured. No, you know your one Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was her fellow's name? Was he in the tarot? Is he still alive? He's alive. Bro. Why is he still there? That that guy, that's my that's my favorite guy <laughs> yeah. in the show though. He's very <laughs> annoying. He's very <laughs> annoying, <laughs> but I like him. Like, you keep me watching. Yeah. He 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 like. But he he's the brains though. Mm. Like he's the brains of the physical group. Obviously, the professor's the brains, brains. But he's yeah, the brains. He's the one that actually keeps them going. Like they, he, he's the only one that has the, actually the mind. To, if if he wasn't dead, they'd all be dead. Yeah, Arturo was a strong character, to be honest. They'd all be dead. But I Go loved on. like um, what was her name? Um, she, she switched over sides, a ginger lady. Then, Apparently, uh, ginger yes. is becoming like a bad term very soon. Redhead lady. Alicia, oh my God, Alicia, <laughs> she, was a, she was a woman, crazy bitch. Yeah, they're pregnant woman, is it? Yeah, yeah. They, she, she, <laughs> just made, she just made the show difficult. Yeah, yeah. you know those, you know those characters that just make the show difficult. Yeah, like she yeah. made, like, she kept me on holding on to my seat. Like what? Love that. Nah, she was a dragon show. House of the Dragon. No, no. Nah, I uh, people, people were telling me about it. I'm gonna watch. I watch it. I watch it. I watch it still. What was the rest of the weekend saying then for for everybody? It's not celebrate Halloween. Well, yeah. well, Sunday, right? Till it, tonight. Well, I, I, okay, least, yeah. I least stayed in Dublin because of you guys, man. Oh, really? Yeah, my mom's gone home still. Ennis? Ennis, yeah. Mm. When I came back from Paris on Friday, I had the event. Oh. Saturday, rest day. Today, went to church. Oh. Sh- shout out to God. <laughs> and <laughs> tomorrow is Monday. God. Um, Everybody off Monday. It's also, it's also yeah. Halloween. So. Every, oh, if, we, if we had drinks, we pre drinks today. I would, I would have gone, gone home. This is the whole show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll start stepping up on that, man. Jeez. But um, what's it? It's yeah, a chilled one, man. There's a chill one. Yeah. Normally, because uh, like Monday, yeah, Monday, I'm off Monday, so I normally want to do. Not, well, Monday, I'm gonna chill on Monday, but tonight, yeah, I'm active tonight. Man. I've been active for a long time. Yeah. I've been active in a long time. I'm trying to be active tonight, <laughs> man. Jeez. Where are you going to tonight? There's a few things. Okay, yeah, might as well plug. I'll give them a shout, man. Um, yeah, Playground HQ. I'm having a Halloween dress up party tonight. I'll see if I can make it though because I'm supposed to be in town. Um, now I've heard um, no jumper. No, no, yeah. What's no jump? There's no trackies, no runners, right? Damn, yeah. that's what you. Yeah. That's your outfit. This one more? No, 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 no. Okay. My outfit's not yet. Okay, I, I, I was <laughs> like, no one see my outfit <laughs> yet. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, no trackies, no runners. But I, I have a question for you though. Go on. So why am I not on any of those pictures? We're coming. Listen, yeah, let me tell you, I'll just be honest. Because that's you. actually offensive, to be honest. Yeah, like, so I'm so so iconic. So knows the graph. This is sweat and blood. And literally, like um I think we I didn't know you until like during COVID, I don't lie. Yeah. That's the thing. And that was even yeah, I didn't know about it until during wow. COVID. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I find that interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Explain yourself. I was, I, I, <laughs> no, uh, but to be honest, I, I, I don't. To be honest, I'm still finding out artists every single yeah. day. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? I'm I found, I found a guy like three days ago. I was like, this guy has bare views. I'm like, who's? I was in them S9. This guy he raps in Albanian, and Irish and Albanian. Sick. He he beat Cello and that. Uh, and that's how I even found about it because they were doing the. The 15 seconds thing with Pro, Ellie oh, Prohan, yeah, oh, yeah. and it was Cello against this this guy. I was just like, "Who's this guy? Is Albanian?" And I, and I said, "It's Irish." And I hit the guy. Are you Irish? He goes, "Yeah, I'm Irish." I listen to the songs. He's doing Irish and then Albanian, like in, like Irish, like obviously English, Irish, and, and Albanian. That brings me to something that I always want to talk about with people on a pod, and I can talk about it now. Um, okay, so the Afrobeat Nigerian community is really really loud. Yeah, 
they're really like you know everyone's like really like yeah this is what the wave is but then you see like the latino community you have like um the bad bad bunny billions of views like it's nothing and then now you're telling me irish albanian so definitely an albanian community or an albanian yep. push they're going on yep so push. isn't isn't that just smart that there's like very common but like quiet even like business here for example you have the asians that they, they don't make noise but they are putting their shops around Mm. You know, they have their shops there. They actually yeah. have, like, land. Or yeah. So, doesn't that, like, you know, testify to, like, something about, like, you know, like... Me, look, I'm Nigerian, so I can say this. I feel like, you know, you just gotta actually... Instead of just being back with I feel like no one else is doing something. You know, we actually have to put in work and stop fucking talking too much, man. I mean, keep the braggadocio, but relax sometimes, man. Do you know what it is? It's... History lives itself, but... I think people, for, people nowadays we are not studying our history yeah so what is what are the, what are the chinese doing or the or the asians doing what they've always been doing they they, <laughs> they manufacture mm. and they populate their products throughout the world so what asians are coming to set up shops in ireland phone shops left right and center that's just them doing their just repeating their their what they've been good at mm-hmm. unfortunately i can't see, I can talk to my people, my black people. We know what we're good at, that they've showed us through history. We create culture. We're good at creating culture and populating culture, whether that's through music, fashion, entertainment. We're just not doing it on the level that was... Like, we've just failed to actually study the game. I I would say people don't study the game enough. People study the game and and recreate. And I just... That's my issue. That's what Kai is talking about, by the way. That's that's, that's my issue. Do you get me? Like, we like you've seen a Kanye, you've seen an ASAP Rocky, you've seen a Travis Scott, you've seen, do you know what I'm saying? People that are reforming culture there, and they've not we've seen in the UK the people that own traps that they own Benjat, they own, you know, um, they own Grime Daily, um, Link Up TV, what all, all these entrepreneurs that are actually shaping culture yeah. and actually taking it like, yo, we're not going to talk too much, we're just going to shape culture, we're just going to work on it, do you get me? And Unfortunately, in Ireland, that's what we're lacking. We're lacking the infrastructure of that cultural thing that we've mm. been good at. Mm. Do you know? Because we we are good at it. Like that's what we've been proving that we're good at it, and we're not. We're just not doing it in our country. And it's more like I I'm like I I get so annoyed, yeah, when I see people that I actually think they were oh, you actually had a gift in project management, or you had a gift in an event or you had a gift in talking but now you just want to resolve to be an artist because all artists have clout and you want and you know can i just cut you off there because i was just saying something and i realized that you have to look at it in another perspective a lot of people they're diehard since they were four years old was to be a singer or yeah, that's like michael jackson well, but yeah. due to self-esteem issues due to not wanting to be another pick me or due to not wanting people to say that oh you're doing it because this person do it they hold it off for a long time yeah. they're gonna find something else that they're good at and then it gets to a point that they've built this confidence within themselves that's and now it looks like why are you just moving well Loki, this you know bobby wanted to be a rapper but mm. bobby maybe was like i don't know 100 yeah. kilos or something but I'm or say, whatever like th- that had no self-esteem that's all valid for sure but it's, it's, it's good to be thinking in those kind of areas as well like know the environment you're in and things like that because yeah. um for sure like everyone has times i think like that they're, they're sure of like putting out mm. in the world and everything but you know like look look um you know, you look at America, it's like UK, look at them like doing what they're doing, but you're just seeing the output. You're not seeing what went behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing like, because like, well, I've watched um, hip hop evolution documentaries, all that stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of people that were not, their face were not there, but they had to be there. They had yeah. to be there. So had Literally. Be there, like, you know, someone said to me, they don't know who Quincy Jones is. No, 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 bro. And, 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 and they fully had a debate with me and said that they don't know, they don't know who Quincy Jones is and, and it doesn't matter. Like Quincy Jones, like, Irrelevant, yeah. yeah, they said it's irrelevant, and I said like, well, like, do you think there's gonna be a Michael Jackson without like Quincy Jones? Yeah, that us, that us. Like, are we like really like? And and but then that's why I realized that look, you are most likely not gonna if you're gonna create value, and that's that's okay with me. I've actually you know come to terms with that. You're gonna you're most likely gonna create most of the value, and you're not gonna be facing it. You're not gonna get any shine about this, any shine of it, and that's okay for me. Do you get me? Now I've actually did, did something because I want. I just want to see the output of the value. Do you get me? So like we don't know who owns World Star Hip Hop. 
that was mm. has created a lot of the greatest the great of content uh, <laughs> trap artists in the last yeah, yeah, how many years yeah. do you get me we don't we don't like we don't really know like who owns like the new york times or we don't really know who owns like um link up tv like that we know we know posty yeah and we know jamal edwards because yeah. those are the ones that guys actually put them name out simultaneously okay, yeah, 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 yeah. as they were doing the brand jamal edwards was actually a rapper as well so like obviously he was rapping on his platform as well so it's kind of like okay cool he was half in and he was showing his face and doing it. but there's a lot of people that are creating culture that it's okay to be behind the scenes guy yeah. do you get me okay. it's okay and we need more of those people yeah, creating, the and then just let the people that want to shine Shame, because to be honest, they're the ones getting cyberbullied. You're not getting cyberbullied. I'm <laughs> not just joking. That's that's that, 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 that's that's about. No, but like, 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 like there's, 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 no, no, there's 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 pros and cons to being a bit the back behind the scenes, and there's pros and cons to being the front the front man. And this is something that we would actually often talk about, and I feel like that's what you know, um, my whole like incentive or initiative behind Alex, you know, was because as a female artist in this country as a black female artist in this country who has decided to take the last two years out i mean not really out of her artistry but focus on the infrastructure more focus on oh hold on where are these other female artists how can i help them how can they help me how can i collab i've noticed a like a huge disconnect you know by just being around artists, you know, who are in different kind of tiers or um, calibers in their career. And I think something that a lot of people don't really talk about is like where an artist is not actually mature enough to be managed. I feel like there's a lot of people out here looking for management with no product to sell. Mm -hmm. Your product needs a lot of design. It needs a lot of market research. It needs, it needs a lot of like analysis, SWOT analysis, um, for you to even get to a point where it can be considerable. But again, we have, for every 100 artists, there's maybe like two managers, you know? And I feel like with LAX, you know, we're trying to be like that kind of bridgeway for artists who are at a certain level in their career, who just need that assistance, that refinement, that support, and that alignment with brands. Because at the end of the day, let's be real, we have artists making hundreds of thousands of streams, still working in Primark, still you know serving KFC. And and why is that? You know, it's because artists don't make money. Businesses do. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to drop a few gems there because like it's really really frustrating when you see people like you know pl platforms like yourself who have been really like adding to the infrastructure um get you know kind of and this is for lack of a better term diminished by newcomers who don't really know what's going on and it's disgusting and it's embarrassing mm. and that's my and it's, it even goes a bit deeper because it's like i see i see i see my people get tired do you get me i feel i feel my people get tired do you know what i mean like I was, to, I was to thank God. I'm, I'm blessed. I've just been blessed. Like it's not like I'm better than other people. I've just been blessed that I've never ever worked anything else except for music. She gave me well two weeks in full locker. <laughs> but like I'm telling you one thing solo here. Yeah. Um, one, one thing that obviously one factor of it that has kept kind of me going anyway is you know seeing you actually like everything you've told me from like that you're going to do from ten days in spa gay spa. Yeah, like things that you say you're trying to do, you've been doing it, mm. and you've still been moving at it. Like, obviously, it's one factor of like a lot of things that keeps keep me going. But yeah, like just so you give yeah, me I've seen, I see, I seen so many great, great. Like when I first came into the scene, we had like it's actually kind of weird because it's kind of counterintuitive. We had more businesses at the start that everybody was kind of running at the same speed. Like, it, I, there was, like, Cleavage Club, there was Slime Motif, there was Diffusion, there was Trusted, then, then there was then there was the... Um, Girl Code. There, there was Girl Code, there was Word Up Collective. They, they, they were, Word Up Collective were doing a... They were, they were doing a showcase every single month. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Like, there was, like, the Word Up Collective, there was Backshed, there was... Um, then there was obviously the Hair Square community, and, like, then there was people that were actually going to school for music and actually actively going to like learn there was la motif there was um and like there was the scene was a lot more like active like persistent and actually the i felt like i seen like people actually being hopeful now since then to now a lot of people just lost the hope mm -hmm. 
Do you get me? They've lost the zeal. They lost, and it's and it's and it's not because it's not because they don't have the talent. It's because what as what we were saying about Kanye is like the infrastructure. Like it's like it's like you can go and want to build a house, but if you don't know any of the, any of the materials to build the house, how are you gonna build it? Do you get me? The painting is just the ice on the board, the bricks, the cement, the you know all of those things that take skill and understanding. And we don't have those fun, foundational people. Well, maybe we do, but they haven't been identified and they haven't put the work in for us to. It's one of those ones. I just I, like recently I was telling recently I was saying it to the Where's Your Head Up Boys last week. I was saying it to you, and I said some some something yesterday. I don't know who we were talking to yesterday. I said something yesterday. I said, please just keep on going it's nearly there do you get me like you know have you ever seen that that picture on instagram where it was like the guy was mining the he was, he was um mining underneath the, the ground under the ground and he was in the rock and then just literally when about hit the diamond he walked away walked yeah, oh yeah, that one, yeah. yeah do you get me like that's like i see i'm the, and it's and it's not because i'm talking i go to big players in the uk and ireland that actually can actually you know allow us to have, you know, funds and to hire infrastructure people, you know, and people can quit their science jobs or their, their jobs that they don't want to do, they graduate and come into the arts. And I'm talking to these people and they're looking at Dublin and the issue is that, you know, do you, okay, when you're, if, you're about to start, if you're about to start a car business, yeah, and you wanted to pitch that to the bank to get a loan, how do you, how do you actually... Um, analyze how you make money. You say to them like, okay, my industry, the car industry is worth a hundred million for just a, let's just for sake of a number. You say, okay, I believe in Ireland it's it's worth ten million, and I believe that I can, I can with my strategy. You show me your strategy and your 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 actional plans, and I believe that I can gain in five years ten percent of this. In, so that's one. That's ten million. Yeah. And uh, one, one, one million, yeah. And then if you say that it's growing at a twenty five percent rate year on year, so so and so, and then you bring that to them, you say, okay, cool. But then that's based on an industry. So like, if I'm if I'm somebody like me that's always fighting Irish corner, if I go to the UK and they said I said to them, oh look, an officer, they're like, well, we can't we can't we can't invest in a country based on one act. He's a fluke. So we need an industry. Of 10 acts, 20 acts, 100 acts, even if you're just doing the 1K views, the 500 views, once we can actually put up a, a, like a whole industry, numbers add up. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then you go to the big players and say, yo, we need your money in our country based on the size of our industry and based on the, the speed of growth. And that's how you get, that's how you, that's how you, but that infrastructural stuff is, they're not teach, you don't teach, they don't teach you that in school. Do you get me? And and it's one of those ones that we just don't have the right now. It's it's kind of sad. Right now, the people that are trying to build it, I don't say it was just me, but obviously, because like, like I work with a lot of photographers, work with a lot of like videographers, people that like you know that will put it out there to make it like look as professional for industry mm. type thing. And yeah, I, I won't say his name, but a guy I put up on Instagram recently, a photographer, said that like, yeah, we feel like I'm brushing the bum off, like you know, when your servants, when your this, that type of thing. I take it that way. Um, but they now see the thing is they might not be looking to big up the music industry. They might be just m- looking to make some money off it, get wedding events, get two K quick time, and boom, mm-hmm. like live what they want to live mm-hmm. in. Their mm-hmm. age, you know what I mean? So um, there's that kind of thing that you have to like um, maneuver around. It produces to even, but, but that's good. I say that's good. Do you know why? Right. Because they're not for you. They're not. They're not for your team. Yeah. But I promise you, yeah. The, 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 the hardest part of, of where you get a team is when you hit that five-year mark. Do you get me? Like, it's when you actually see money. Mm. And initially, when you're not making any money and when everybody's just trying to, it's just literally like, you're giving them a favor, it's actually good because you can cut ties easy. easy. Chill. Yeah, when, you're fi- <laughs> when, you're, when you're five years in, you guys have made money, you have given a split of a company, you are, you're everybody, ha- and there's tasks, and you have partners to please, and all of this. But, it gets more. It gets more like problems. Like when they say you, when you win a million dollars, you have a million problems. It's actually true, bro. And it's like I'm right now in a situation where I've, I'm in a very big position right now in Ireland, yeah, and, and internationally. And it's stressful. I've had more stress than I've ever had. People think that you get me, like because you can't 
mess up. You know, if you're alone and if you just want to be, you can mess up. But what you're representing 100 people, yeah. 2,000 people. Bro, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot more pressure. Yeah. So I see that as whatever. Yeah, whatever. There's another 100 photographers that I can get. Into. And then that also allows, it's like, it's not like, it's like an interview screening. Yeah. That person is not for you. They don't, they don't, they don't meet your criteria. Do you get me? Bye. Do you get me? Great answer. <laughs> but yeah, you see like yourself now, you manage a lot of artists in Ireland and there's other guys as well. I don't manage any artists. You don't manage any artists? Yeah. No. Yeah. No? I'm a label. I sign acts. You sign acts. And I'm, I make, I make, yeah, I make stars. Yeah. But, <laughs> but even that, there's a lot of like uh, young guys that they want to do exactly the same thing, like a start label music and stuff yeah. like that. But they don't really know where to start and they don't really know the advantage and disadvantage that you can get in management or whatever like uh -huh. what would you what, what like what advice would you give them and where to start we need to, we need to do a big petition to the um arts council and say yo we need to give solo a lot of, <laughs> a, a lot of money to make a academy and we'll teach them so basically to answer what he said <laughs> um to come off the back <laughs> of that <laughs> what he's talking about yeah. isn't it like for those who don't know, who are listening, like I've been working with the council for about six years now. Um, so I'm doing a lot of community work. Um, and in the last two years, I've started working with the Arts County Council in South Dublin, um, pushing music. You know, I teach music as well on the sides part time. And I think this is something that, ha your question is actually something that I've brought to, you know, to the attention because me trying to do like, you know, a legs, a talent management thing, it all came from, you know, wanting to have an infrastructure that can cultivate and grow people who are not artists, but want to be, you know, involved in the process. A&Rs, music managers, there is currently, there's no facility, no service, no workshop, no nothing that actually provides support for those who want to manage and how to excel. And you know, myself and the council are actively, you know, trying to see for next year, please God, you know, how can we come together and actually facilitate something that can be a roll-on, ongoing thing that is not just in Dublin, but like all over Ireland. You know, people who have this desire, you know, I know yourself, Kelly, you're into management and who wants, you know, who have these little core skills or maybe have no skills, but want to do this, you know, so hopefully, you know, Solomon could be a client of ours and he can, you know, come in and do workshops and, you know, and share that experience that he has, you know, been working with almost 10 years doing. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to let you know we're working on it. I think that's something that's really needed as well because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are trying to jump on this management but have no real clue of mm. what they're doing. They're just doing it because like, they want to put their name out there or they think that they can help artists, but they really don't know like what connections they need to have or what way their brain needs to work. So I think definitely, like it excites me that you're <laughs> saying that because I'm like, yes, because we need people mm. out there who are going to do the proper work. And that's why I'm delighted for your business as well because I know the type of person that you are and I know that everything is just going to be 100 with it, yep. you know? Mm -hmm. Thanks. Every time you do a song, it's like, yes, I'm weekly, Alicia Ray. Like, all the time, every time. <laughs> and you know, and, and for me, it's like, I've never been the artist to do music because music is my be all and my end all you know music was always something that i did for like therapy something that i'm just great at you know i started as a writer exactly you know it was just one of those things but i learned very quickly i'm a pastor's daughter you know whether i want to do you know shiggy on the street or whatever i you know i'm back to the foundation and with that i just have you know i'm blessed to have discernment and i just feel like from early on i knew my voice was the gift for me like my voice is what i'm going to use to get me to where i need to go and that's why i started working in community development because i realized that okay i like music i dabbled a little bit within you know first nine months to realize there's, there's a lot of shit wrong uh, very very wrong you know mm -hmm. and immediately from when i got into uni i was straight into like the council trying to get myself in a position of power where i can exercise you know decisions i mean now looking back six years ago i could not really do much but now you know mm -hmm. seeing stuff like you know the school tour with cello i mean great stuff and i'm just trying to show people that i'm an artist i still make music you know what i mean but it's no skin off my nose being behind the scene and helping other artists you know what i mean i mean look 
look at the rollout for cello. I mean, that's amazing because I understand that it's for the bigger picture. And I think a lot of the artists, you know, are trying to be selfish in a selfless industry. And, you know, it's a huge problem. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because like the artists are just one sector of the whole thing, and like people can you know argue with me with this point. Me and her argue about that a a lot, but it's just like like artists feel like they're the product. Like artists are not the customers; they're the product. Mm. I completely disagree, but artists and for me, if if you look if you look at if you look at a shop, no, wait, wait, no. do you think the artist is a product or do you think the artist like what do you think you don't think the artist is a product no this is the, the supplier of a product i think so exactly so okay. the artist or the provides sometimes. the service right she yeah. provides a service and the, is a product. and the art is the product but the artist themselves is an individual who can create art it's not a product and okay. i feel with them you're adopting you're that mindset from different, you're looking from different perspectives yeah That's yeah. yeah you know what I'm well saying? some some we we sign some acts because the music and we sell either acts because of the personality and the and the brand, so it depends what you're talking about. But for me, overall, when, if 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 I was to if I was to like hire a team, for that, it would be a product team, whether the, whether it's to work on the artist brand, which is a product to the people, and they only just like that music because she's wearing Gucci in every single shit, or whether it's because she makes the best soulful music, whether whatever it is. But the, my point is that they're not the customers. They're not the customers, and when they understand that, you know, you guys are, you need a team of people that are actually going to make your product, manufacture the product, create the product, sell it, pitch it, package it, then pull it out to the world. And then if people in the world say, "Yo, this app is not the best," it's evaluate, fix, do better next tomorrow. Next tomorrow, don't quit. Do you get me? Don't create like Coca-Cola been doing marketing for like sixty to a hundred years, bro. Why Coca-Cola still doing marketing today? They're still doing they're doing marketing because it's one of those ones they understand that every single every single day they get a critique. Like people are trying to take sue them, take them to court. You know how people are trying to mm-hmm. sue they, they sue the people that have money in it. So they they're looking for a reason to critique your team. So if you feel like you don't get bigger as an artist and you only gonna get less critique, oh chair. I still feel like the artist is a service, you know. I feel like labels, you know, they're hiring my service, which is to make a certain amount of music and deliver a certain amount of goods, you know. I feel like with management as well, um, I'm your boss, you know what I mean. The manager is working for me. I feel like a lot of artists these days are too, you know, immature in their careers to understand that. So they, you know, they're going for management and then they're looking at this person as like, hey, you're my boss and I'm your employee when really and truly the manager is working for you. But you don't even know what you need. So it's but like, how do you, how are you looking for a manager? But some people, some people see them as partners as well though. That's what, see, so like, it's, 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 it's interesting. No, I'm saying like, it, whether, it's I'm interesting. talking objectively, you know what I mean? Like objectively, the manager works for the artist because the manager isn't eating without the artist eating, right? Technically. Yeah. So it's like, in that way, yeah. Now, does that mean like your manager can't be your best friend? It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you can't see your manager as the person you're working side to side to. That's completely subjective to who you are. But, you know, when you're looking mm-hmm. at it like on a, on a high level, you know, the manager is working for the artist. The manager is trying to do stuff for the artist. The artist isn't going around doing stuff for the manager. It's just you know, that's, what, that's what I mean. Project. Yeah. I think there's a fair few points there, and I mean, we could probably go on about it for hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have reached the limit for today's show. No um, thank you so much to the two of you guys for coming on and being our guest today. It has been wonderful to have both of you on the podcast. Easy. Thanks for having us. Easy. And thank you to Bounce for joining me. And thank you to everyone who has tuned in and listened. You are absolutely amazing. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow Site Motif on all social media and podcast platforms to stay in the know what all things pre-drinks. Shout out to Chris the boy. Shout out to Chris the boy. Fantasy out. Go check all over. Like, Instagram, everywhere. I got this one.